1: Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift
2: Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes to our listeners around the world world, in the countries of Mexico, France, and Ireland, and in the states of Pennsylvania, Georgia and Connecticut. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep Sending me your questions and comments. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul. As you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. Because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, it is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today, Keep a Success Journal. It's easy to take for granted what's working in our lives and just focus on what is absent. In a special journal, take a few minutes every day to write down one to three ways in which you were successful in your emotional responses. Thoughts, words, or actions include changes in your relationships, work, health, and or finances. Even the smallest action or new thought can be amazing. Major personal victory. The more you do this, the better you will feel about yourself, and the easier it will be to change negative habits like procrastination and perfectionism. We can change. Fear is a destructive force that keeps us from the success that we desire. As we take small steps and honor ourselves for those successes, it becomes easier to form new habits resulting in the achievement of our goals with more ease and joy. In a previous seminar, The Am Awakening, Embodying the Divine Feminine, I help people fill with love by opening the 13 chakras in their back. In our January 7 show this year, psychic Dwan Washington told us how critical it is that we bring this new energy of love and creativity and peace from the divine feminine into the world. Since fear and love cannot exist in the same space, this process helps, helps to push out fear and replace it with love. As we fill with love, we automatically spread it everywhere we go. This love helps us heal physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, and helps us to balance the yin and the yang, the masculine and feminine energy. The masculine energy has dominated the world for several centuries. For love and peace to prevail, we must balance this energy with the divine feminine aspect of love. The labyrinth is also a tool that's powerful for healing and letting go of fear. My next event, Walk the Labyrinth, a Sacred Experience, will help you continue this process of replacing fear with love. Given the number of people around the world who are in fear right now because of the election results, this labyrinth walk is divine timing. We must all stay positive and keep our spirits, thoughts, and words positive. I'm hearing reports of children who kept waking up during the night wanting to know who won the election, little girls who are devastated that Hillary lost, and children of color who are waking up with nightmares afraid that their parents will be taken away from them. Some children were so upset by the results of the election that they didn't want to go to school yet yesterday parents and other adults were crying all day and calling friends and relatives to express their extreme fear. The Canadian website for immigration crashed the night of the elections, and Australia is advertising for Americans to immigrate there. We must find ways to calm our fears and stay positive. We must not spin out into projecting doom and gloom. No one knows what will happen over the next four years or the next minute or hour, regardless of whether you are celebrating the election results or crying over them, we must be sensitive to other people's views. The United States is a country divided. Trump won the electoral vote, but Hillary won the popular vote. We must find a way to come together and or to stay above the fear. No one really knows what's going to happen. Now more than ever, this show's message of positive thinking is what will help us through this troubling time with as much ease and grace as possible. Fear creates more fear. We must find our silver linings and stay positive. Otherwise, we destroy our own happiness and our own lives. When one client called today worried about the election results, I recommended that he walk the labyrinth, which he did. He told me it helped him and it will help you as well, whether it be the election results or something in your own life that is troubling you. The labyrinth is a walking meditation, a path of prayer, and an archetypal blueprint where psyche meets spirit. It dates back to Crete where it was found drawn on cave walls. There was even one on the floor of King Solomon's temple. Unlike a maze where you lose your way, the labyrinth is a spiritual tool that helps you find your way. The sacred geometry built into the labyrinth does the work for you. As you walk it, it helps you release what is hurting you, connect with the divine, and change with more ease. In our time together at the labyrinth, you will learn about the labyrinth, walk it, and integrate what you gained, release fear, stress, and worry, quiet your busy mind, hear the divine and your limitless higher self, Find your own answers, open your heart to receiving, improve your health and well-being, create more peace, joy, and happiness, and become more of who you truly are. We will walk the labyrinth this Saturday, November 12th at 3 p.m., at the Episcopal Church of the Transfiguration in Dallas, Texas. This was actually the first labyrinth built in the United States and one that I walked every week for many years. You can learn more about the labyrinth by listening to our second On Demand show with the Reverend Dr. Lauren Artris who brought the labyrinth into wide use around the world. I participated in two labyrinth retreats with her including one in France at Char Cathedral, and I am excited to share this beautiful spiritual tool with you. I was grateful to have her on our March 27th show in 2014. Go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to listen to that show, read my blog on the labyrinth, and then register for our walk together. You'll be grateful you did. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this event, the I'm Awakening, Embodying the Divine Feminine, or another seminar in your area. And looking ahead, my next seminar will be From Fear to Freedom at CSL Dallas, a center for spiritual living, on Sunday, December 11th. And in 2017, at the request of the participants in my last seminar, I'm going to do a full day on financial abundance, what you don't know. I will also continue my monthly seminars at CSL Dallas, a center for spiritual living next year. Details to come. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Sam Bennett, who will talk with us about how to let go of perfectionism and get it done. In last week's show, Reverend Karen Fry gave some wonderful advice on how we can master our thoughts. That advice was hard earned. Two years ago, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, which had led her to realize that she needed to change her thoughts if she wanted to live. She started making more self-nurturing choices. As a woman and a, a reverend, she found herself putting everyone else first. She's in the process of learning to do things differently and views her cancer as a blessing that has led her to more loving to be more loving toward herself and others. She pointed out that there are huge billboards reminding us that one out of three women will get breast cancer. In essence, they are programming us to fear cancer, which causes us to focus on it, thereby creating a stronger chance that we'll actually get cancer. Karen learned that healing involves taking care of ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. She believes we need a community because we were not meant to do this life alone. Her current daily affirmation is, I am satisfied within myself. After the show, Reverend Karen said to me, that was fun. I love what you're doing to help your listeners. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Now it's time for my silver lining story. This week it's from a client. She said when people don't respond to her, she feels like she doesn't fit in and doesn't understand why they don't like her. I pointed out that there's nothing wrong with her or the other people. It's just a mismatch. I reminded her of the wisdom in the story of the duckling who thinks he's ugly. He tries different groups until he discovers that he's really a swan and belongs with other swans. She continued by saying that she sometimes goes to a particular group meeting when the program interests her or when she just wants to get out and be with people. She made a choice initially to focus on the negative and make herself feel like a misfit. When she made a new choice to focus on the positive, she remembered the parts of the event that she liked and also realized that she had met her goal of going to a program she enjoyed. As she talked about what she liked, her frown literally turned to a smile and laughter. She became animated. Her silver lining was discovering that she didn't go there for friendship. There's nothing wrong with her or them and that she can transform any experience by focusing on the positive. The event doesn't have to be perfect. By clarifying her goals, she discovered the best in herself and in the experience. Our guest today, Sam Bennett, the author of Start Right Where You Are and Get It Done knows about not needing to be perfect. She created the Organized Artist Company to help creative people get unstuck and achieve their goals. She's a writer, actor, teacher, and creativity productivity specialist who has counseled thousands of artists and entrepreneurs on their way to success. As an actor, Bennett has appeared in such hit shows as Modern Family and Days of Our Lives. She also worked at the legendary Second City Theater in Chicago. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. As one man told me this week, Thank you for messages you post. They make me feel good. In addition to posting special, uplifting messages, I post all of our shows and repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all the kindness in the world. Fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music, and the joy of being alive. With all of the hurtful words, anger, and fear that is being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, use the link on this page to like us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce and I will help you be part of the solution. Then click on the link to read about and register to for walk the labyrinth a sacred experience or to schedule one in your area then go to the calendar of events to see your question for today stay tuned we'll be right back with sam bennett who will talk with us about how to let go of perfectionism and get it done
0: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals. Solve your most challenging problems.
1: You may also send an email to DrPaulaJoyce at gmail.com. That's DrPaulaJoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit.
2: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life nourishment of the spirit I always appreciate hearing from you my listeners and as a top ranked show when you choose to advertise with me you reach hundreds of thousands of people if this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today please call one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five 472 5795 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com I value you and what you have to say so please let me know what's on your mind and heart and i hope you wrote down what you're not doing that you really want to do i'm so pleased to welcome sam bennett who's here to talk with us about how to let go of perfectionism and get it done hi sam how are you i'm very well thank you so much for having me hi everybody (laughs) <laughs> um, you're welcome yes with your improv skills I have a feeling this is going to be a fun <laughs> a fun show <laughs> um, so as we're already starting out with laughter what could be better um, I, I was wondering if you would uh, I, I know I've gone through my own journey of Uh, perfectionism and procrastination and how the two are tied together. And it's no fun getting stuck in that. Would you talk with us about your journey and
3: how you came to write this book and why? Sure. As you mentioned, my background's in theater. You know, I'm an actor and um, I was one of those kids who put on shows, and I went to theater camp, and you know, and I always had one of those those careers that went, you know, well enough that you didn't want to give up on it, but not so well as to actually be able to support a person. And I found myself really unhappy, um, partly because. I had this incredibly financially unstable life, you know, there was a million different part-time jobs and gigs and shows and, you know, this kind of patchwork, and I was really busy and overworked all the time, but also I was mad because, you know, I felt like I was doing everything right, you know, I was. you know, I would show up at auditions and I'd get called back and I'd get called back and I'd get called back and then I wouldn't get the job, or, you know, I would, I was, and I kept thinking that something was going to work, you know, that there was going to be some moment in the future where I had some amount of money in the bank or some gig that I got or some weight that I weighed or something that someone would say to me or something would happen and I would be happier. (laughs) And finally, I realized that my happiness didn't... I stopped waiting to feel happy in the future and started to try to find joy in the present moment. And it was a long road. I mean, and it's an ongoing process. It's not the kind of thing that you do and you're like, Oh, got that dialed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm over it. Um, you know, it's an ongoing, um, journey. But after my first, you know, my first book is called get it done from procrastination to creative genius in 15 minutes a day. And it's really about helping creative people get their work out in the world to move forward on those projects that matter. And, So there's a lot, it's very practical. All my work is very practical. But it's a lot of like, you know, budgeting and scheduling and how to, you know, pick a project and stuff like that. But I realized leaving out this inner journey, leaving out that, so Start Right Where You Are, the new book, is almost a prequel to get it done. Because I can give you all the tips and techniques and strategies in the world, but if it's not actually okay with you, that you get your creative work in the world. If it's not actually okay with you um, that you can feel great about yourself and your work, then none of the tips I give you are going to matter, right? Exactly.
2: And because there's that struggle inside, I talk a lot about the right brain, left brain, the conscious, unconscious. If you've got something going on inside that's, you don't even know is there, but it's saying no, thank you. We're not going to do that. I like having you stuck right where you are. Mm-hmm. And so no matter how much your conscious mind is saying affirmations and setting goals, you can't
3: ever quite do it. Right. Right, and that's and that's how you know. I mean, this is a little bit of a hard truth. It was it was for me anyway that because I read all the books, I went to all the workshops, you know, <laughs> I thought I have, I thought I understood, you know, some of these deeper spiritual teachings, but I realized, if you are not seeing the results in your life, then you don't really understand it. You don't understand it in your body. And there's a difference between having an intellectual understanding of something, like, oh yes, I understand that love is all there is. It's very different when you're able to actually Be the hands and feet of God when you are actually able to see the love in everything and every moment, even when it's super challenging, even when things are not going your way. One of the things I put in the book is a little mantra I I love, um, which is nothing bad is happening. Nothing bad is happening. And I love it for a lot of reasons. Sometimes, mostly because it allows me to just be more specific about what is happening. Because it may be that what's happening is uncomfortable. It may be that what's happening is challenging. It may be that what's happening isn't what I had planned. Thank you very much. (laughs) But that that doesn't make it bad, right? Um, And it sort of forces my attention to, well, what is good that is happening? What is beneficial that is happening? What larger plan is unfolding that may be... I can't see when I'm just focused on what I want or what I think is best.
2: Yeah, Exactly. And maybe that really is what's best, but we're so busy rejecting it that we can't even see how it's helping us grow and change and become who we need to be in order to get what we really want in terms of meeting those goals. And along the way, we learn how to feel the happiness and the joys and the blessings that really are who we are and and are in our lives already.
3: Dr. Paula, you have just said something so true. (laughs) I really want to underline that because... This is what I find, is that every single challenge, every single thing that doesn't go my way, everything that looks like a mistake, everything that looks like a disappointment is, in fact, an invitation to grow. Yes. It is my invitation to become a better person, to become a braver person, to become a better communicator, to be a better friend, to be a better partner, to be a better boss, like what, and it's one of the reasons why I love entrepreneurship. Like, if you've ever wondered like, what your stuff is, start a business. <laughs> because it will be right in front of you. You, know, you're, you're, you, you. you create your reality when it's your business. And every single time it looks like something has you know, gone sideways or not done what I wanted it to do or not worked out the way I thought it would, I've learned to get curious. I've learned to get curious, I'm like what's happening here? Where's my invitation? Where is my opportunity to learn and to grow? I,
2: I love those words that you're you using and we've been on different journeys, but the same journey. Mm-hmm. And I've learned those same things to be curious. And I've been telling people all day yesterday and today, be curious. Yeah. What We don't know what anything means. We only think we do. And That's we only right. think we know what's happening and we don't really. So yes, and what opportunities are opening up that we didn't know were there, that we would thought were problems, were blockages, but we can turn those into opportunities depending on how we look at it, and experience it, and allow ourselves to feel and see it.
3: Yes,
2: exactly. So, in addition to, I love the, the statement um, that you made that nothing bad is happening. What, are, what You have so many good tips in your book. What are a couple of others that you really um, want us to be sure to know?
3: Yeah, thank you. The, the whole book is really, as, I mean, as you can see, it's, it's a lot of very, very short chapters. So I really wanted the structure of the book to support the idea that little changes can make a big difference. You can pick it up, read a little thing, and you know maybe have that change the way you feel in the moment, the way you feel that day. It can change your whole life. Um, and most of them are super simple, easy peasy. Um, there's some breathing that I like to do. There's some perspective uh, work. Probably my favorite, favorite, though, is for when you feel really stuck you know when you can't jolly yourself out <laughs> of, of, of how you're feeling you know, or when something really is upsetting you or kind of has its claws into you you know you, know you shouldn't be mad but you are that kind of thing um, what I recommend is make some five minute art about it make some five minute art about the feeling that you're having Make some five-minute art about that perfectionist voice inside your head. Make some five-minute art about that disappointment that's thrown you off course. Make some five-minute art about that feeling that you don't belong, right? Um, whatever it is that's, that's going on for you. And here's, and by five-minute art, I mean get out your, make a drawing, write a fairy story, make a poem, make a song, do a dance, get out your sculpy clay, you know, make a little sculpture out of Paper clips, I don't care. Um, and it doesn't have to be good, and you never have to show it to anyone. But here's the thing. Feelings just want to be felt. Feelings just want to be felt. And once they know they've been felt, they can get promoted. <laughs> they can move on to a better job. And, <laughs> and as you know, when you resist your feelings, you know, when you try to keep it locked away, no, no, I'm not mad. No, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not hurt. Like those feelings just grow in strength. And it becomes harder and harder to keep that door locked until they're finally running the whole, that bitterness will start to run the whole show. So when you can get your feelings out onto paper, out into form of some kind, first of all, the feeling knows it's been felt, but also you can start to interact with it in a different way. I had a client who was, we were working on some financial stuff with her, some financial abundance stuff, and she got really, you know, she was really having feelings. <laughs> so I said, okay, wait, let's put a pause on, on the budget stuff and, and get some of these feelings out. Because, you know, you can't do your best thinking when you're trapped in your emotions. You know, you can't, you don't have good ideas. You're not calm. You're not clear. Um, so you got to get that, you got to handle the emotional stuff first. So she did a drawing and she, she showed it to me and it was this, big black bird that like took up the entire sheet of paper and she said i didn't realize how how angry and sad i am about all this like she didn't realize how how upset she was until she saw her own drawing and she was like wow that's that's uh, i'm mad that's deep (laughs) and you know like great now we have a name for what's happening now we can start to deal with these feelings um, another time I was teaching a, a three-day um, live workshop and, the, and a woman raised her hand about halfway through and she goes, "Um, Sam, I hear you say, make some five-minute art about it, but I'm not really sure what you mean. And I said, right, excellent. So if you were to make up a little song about how it feels to not know what I mean, how would that go? <laughs> and she goes, I don't get it, I don't get it, I don't get it, I don't get it, I don't get it. <laughs> and she goes, oh, now I get it. <laughs> and it was so great. The whole room fell out. She was laughing, I was laughing, we were all laughing. And it was such a wonderful, I was so proud of her, because first of all, that's a terrible feeling. I've had that feeling when you're like, everybody's understanding something that I'm not understanding. Like, I'm sitting here with a dunce hat. Like, that's a really... I can make up a, you know, I've seen people ruin their whole day, you know, she could have ruined her whole workshop experience with that feeling, right? But instead, she said something about it, and then once she put it into form, it was like, we could all participate in that feeling. We've all felt that way. I still sing that little song to myself sometimes. I don't get it, I don't get it, I don't get it, I don't get it.
2: You know, I I love what you're talking about and it mirrors um, some of the work that I do as well using crayons and even scribbling to help people get into that unconscious and to express what they don't have words to express. Because like you said with the woman who drew that black bird, she didn't know how dark and deep and Um, frightening really those those feelings were but when she was given permission to just explore her through creativity it emerged in a way that she could truly understand
3: what was hidden to her conscious awareness that's right that's right and this first two things the scribbling thing is super important because I can hear people out there. I can hear you going like, well, I'm not artistic, Sam. I can't draw. I don't." Okay, okay, okay. First of all, I think everybody's a creative genius. But even if you don't think that about yourself, just remember, at one time, you were a child. And you <laughs> felt just fine about drawing pictures and making up songs and doing little dances. So just be that person for a second while you do this five-minute art. And then you can go back to being a grown-up. Um and the, but the other thing is this grown-up thing, because this is, I think, particularly a problem for smart people. And I know there's a lot of smart people listening. because I, I even have this problem where we start, we over-intellectualize our feelings, right? It wasn't safe for us to have our feelings when we were little kids. We did not exactly grow up in the happy childhood club. And, <laughs> you know, so we, and we feel like it's there's some jeopardy around letting our feelings out sometimes. And so we do that thing of like, Hmm. I think perhaps I'm angry. Yes, I recognize this feeling as anger. Anger is a feeling that many people have when they're. (laughs) And that's not actually feeling your feelings. That's intellectualizing your feelings. So when you can, you know, make that picture, do that dance, get that feeling out of your head, and into form, you you you. It's amazing the liberation that happens. It's amazing.
2: Exactly. And the freedom to be able to feel and express um, the feelings because what you said before was so wise. Our feelings must be acknowledged as our thoughts must be. They must be acknowledged, felt, given um, a voice and then we can let them go. We don't have to keep those angry feelings or thoughts or dump them on other people we can acknowledge them and release them through creative endeavors and of course improv is also a wonderful way to do that um, and so let's let's pick this up um, after the break because this is just so powerful and such important information and and so necessary for anybody who really wants to get rid of those habits that hurt them like procrastination and perfectionism i'm your host dr paula the life doctor and you're listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit while you're listening to the commercials click on the link to sign up for my newsletter you'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem solving process from my best-selling book which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul your true self your inner wisdom healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life and I use crayons like Sam um, is talking about so um, this process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking it was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed they change from the inside out creating lasting change and self empowerment I love how aligned what Sam is talking about and what um, my main focus is when I help people as well. It's beautiful to know that there are so many of us out there with the same awareness and helping people in different um, uh, areas to achieve their dreams. Now on your paper, write down what's the best step first step you're going to take to get done what you want stay tuned or maybe the best step stay tuned we'll be right back with sam bennett who will talk more with us about how to let go of perfectionism and get it done
0: change the seventh wave channel on the voice america network be the best that you can be dr paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session dissolve hidden barriers to your goals solve your most challenging problems
1: Listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1 472 5795. That's 1 472 5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now back to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit.
2: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what's the first step you're going to take to get done what you want to do. And I'm so glad that Sam Bennett is here with us talking about how to let go of perfectionism and get it done. Um, Sam, I love what you're doing and this emphasis on creativity to help people heal from the inside out, which I believe is the only way that truly works. And with your gifts of improv, what do you do with improv to help people get in touch with their feelings and creativity?
3: You know, I don't know that I, I use it so much in my work with other people because I don't, um, but it certainly has fueled how, how I work. <laughs> um, you know, if, if, if you, everything you need to know about life is contained in improvisation. The skills that you learn in improvisation are applicable across the board. So I just want to encourage any of you out there, if you've ever thought like, oh, I might like to take an improv class, do it, do it. You don't have to be funny. You don't have to be good at it. Nobody's good at it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just do it. Because the thing that makes improv successful, the, the foundational rule of improvisation, probably the only rule of improvisation really, is a concept called yes and. My friend Kelly Leonard actually wrote a book last year called Yes And, a business book about improvisation and business. Um, which means that you accept what is happening and build on it. So if you and I are improvising a scene and I say, you know, mommy, mommy, the cookies have burned, you don't turn to me and say, why, Jackson, we're here in the office, why are you calling me mother, right?
1: (laughs) That would
3: would be a no. (laughs) Um, Or, you know, mommy, mommy, the cookies have burned. No, they haven't, right? You wouldn't say that because that stops the scene. You say, yes, sweetheart, the cookies are burned and they're my favorite that way. Yum, 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 yum. I'm eating burnt cookies, right? And now we... keep going from there and if you're you know just like we were talking about with nothing bad is happening giving up your big fat idea about what you think should be going on and surrendering to the present moment and surrendering is not giving up surrendering is giving in so you relent you relax you give in to the present moment say yes to what is happening and then See where you can, can, like we were talking about before, where's the invitation? What can you contribute?
2: Because when we fight what's happening, that's when we get stuck and off course
3: and lose our way. Instant misery. Express elevator to hell. <laughs> you know, Dr. Polly, you said something that I want to say, that I want to mention before before we get too far away from it. You were talking about the, the thing you devised in the, the it was a gift that came in the time between sleeping and waking? Yes. Right? So, I don't know about you, but I hear this from people all the time, the word overwhelmed. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so overwhelmed. I've got so much to do. I'm doing so much, and I'm not getting anywhere. I'm so overwhelmed. I have, here's, here's my number one suggestion around overwhelm. Get your cell phone out of the bedroom. Get your cell phone out of the bedroom. And I know everybody's like, "But I use it as an alarm clock." Stop that. Buy an alarm clock. <laughs> right? Because they still that, sell them. <laughs> they still sell alarm clocks. They have some very nice ones. LED makes a beautiful one. They've got all kinds of alarm clocks. <laughs> Cuz here's the thing. You've got to give yourself back the gift of waking up in the morning. You've got to give yourself back that moment when you're 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 not quite awake and you're not anybody yet. You're not anybody's mom. You're not anybody's boss, you're not respond like you're just you. And to be in that moment and those beautiful liminal thoughts you have, like the way your brain puts crazy things together when you're still sort of half in dream mind, you can get you know, especially for the creative person it's You know, a hugely important time for the sensitive person, hugely important time for the overworked person, hugely important time. Give yourself back that those, just those couple of minutes of waking, of stretching, of cuddling, of, you know, turning over to the other side of the pillow for a second and just appreciating yourself and this day. There's nothing happening on your phone that cannot wait for a few minutes while you come into yourself.
2: Mm, I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And I also loved your discussion in your book about future costs, not sunk costs, and Mm. how to pull that in in terms of objects that we've spent money on, but also people who
3: we've spent time and yeah. energy and our heart on. Yes. Thank you. So, nobody's ever asked me about this. I love that. Um, yes. Yeah, sunk cost is one of those things that economists try to explain to us and we just stare at them going, what? <laughs> 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 um, but here's what? But it's exactly that. It's when you've spent a lot of money on something, the money is spent. You're not getting it back okay, um, and yet you keep investing or keep hanging on to that thing because of what's happened in the past, because like, oh, you know, I, I bought this coat, it never really fit, I don't really wear it, but it was so expensive, I hate to get rid of it. This is faulty logic. This is a crazy, this is, I know it doesn't sound crazy, but it's actually crazy, because that coat is taking up space in your life And it is not providing warmth and coatness to somebody who could use it (laughs) outside of your closet. (laughs) So to understand that hanging on to it, you're not going to get, you know, let's say it was a $300 coat. You're not going to get the $300 back. The coat is taking up space. You also probably have feelings about it. Every time you look at it, you go, oh, that coat It's so pretty, but it doesn't fit. Uh." Right? And those little ughs, like they don't seem like a big deal, but they can really kind of eat away at your day. Better to say, coat, I thought I made a good decision when I bought you. Clearly, I was mistaken. Thank you for your service. Go be a coat for someone else. Like, let it go. Open up the space. Free up the energy. Release yourself from, yes, you spent $300 on a coat you're not wearing. Big deal, like, you've bought other things that were a bargain and you got tons of use out of. Like, not everyone can be a winner. Let it get over yourself, you know? Right, right. And and, and, this, the and for relationships, too, to be able to, you know, just because you've been married for 20 years or you've been friends with somebody for 30 years is not necessarily a reason to stay in the relationship with them. Not if they're not appropriate to your life anymore. You know, we want to... I'm sorry, or if they're draining
2: um, resources from you emotionally and, and
3: intellectually and physically. That's right. And, you know, we want to honor that past. We want to honor that time we've spent together. But the only question, if you're wondering, should I, first of all, first of all, if you're wondering, should I quit this job? Should I quit this marriage? Should I quit this friendship? Should I get rid of that coat? In my experience, if you are asking yourself the question... The ship has already sailed. <clears throat> you know, like you've already actually decided and you're just kind of looking for permission to decide. Um, so or you're just, stuck in fear. Of- well, of course. Yeah. So, um, but if so, if you're asking yourself the question, you've got some circumstance where you're like, oh, this old thing, should I get rid of it? Should I stay? This relationship, whatever. Um, the only question is, knowing what I know now, would I make the same decision? Mm. Knowing what I know now, would I marry this person? Knowing what I know now, would I buy this coat? Knowing what I know now, would I take this job? And if the answer is no, then, sweetheart, that's the decision.
2: Mm. That is powerful, really powerful, and brings us back into the moment and prevents us from sinking more costs into something that there are no good returns or diminishing returns from. We only have... I, I, we only have about a minute left for this portion of the show, and I was wondering if you could just very quickly talk to us about four-seven-eight breathing. I'm hearing so much about that now, and I would love
3: for my audience to know about it. Yeah, it's a super simple breathing technique you can do any time. We just inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. It's great. In the car, it's great in traffic, it's great when you can't fall asleep, it's great when you've got gr- racing thoughts, you just and you can do it once, you can do it three times. I've done it sometimes for hours and hours at a time. <laughs> it's really, and there's something about the inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight, like it's enough counting that it sort of distracts me a little bit, um, and it's something you can always do. It's a total reset. It'll make you feel immediately better. I promise. So it releases
2: stress and worry and anxiety, whatever's going on. It kind of clears the mind, clears the air. Exactly. Four, seven, eight, breathing in for count of four, holding for the count of seven, and exhaling for the count of eight powerful you have so much to offer and i am so grateful for all of the true wisdom plus knowledge that and 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 helpful tips that you have shared with us um in in terms of ideas as well as your heart thank you so much sam
3: oh my pleasure and if you go to start right where there's a ton of free resources and other stuff there and you can Hop on my mailing list and tell me what you all are up to and we'll write you back and we'll be best friends and pen pals. It'll be great. Wonderful. <laughs> and I,
2: I want to repeat that. Go to startrightwhereyouare.com and I want to th- thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook and click on the link to my resources page to purchase Sam Bennett's book and go to my store to purchase my books and learn about my services including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment 21 steps for healing the body energy healing The ultimate creative problem solving process and if you mention this show you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me you get support guidance and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind body and soul resulting And faster progress and profound healing emotionally mentally and physically my private and corporate clients improve their finances health and relationships click on the link to contact me and see for yourself then click on the link to register for my walk the labyrinth the sacred experience and go to the calendar of events press click here to send me an email with your question about a difficulty in your own life an inspiration story or a comment about a show I want to hear from you if you live on in Dallas click on the icon to join my meetup group the ultimate creative problem solving coaching please join us next Thursday when Graham Phillips will talk with us about his discovery that King Arthur is not a myth this is Dr. Polly your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.